So hey what's up you guys welcome back to the Nagan Zone podcast hope you're doing absolutely amazing so today i mean i thought opioid epidemic would be a good topic to talk about because you know this is something that is less talked upon and this is something where we can actually learn a lot of different things now this particular segment or this particular podcast is actually based upon the american things because like 30% of the opioids is consumed in america itself where only 5% of the world population actually resides so this is actually a disproportionate amount of opioid intake especially from a single country where canada is like second in this list but yeah we're going to talk about america and we're going to talk about the timeline how it actually went down and yeah the effects and the all everything related to opioid and how taliban is kind of in this and how taliban is actually you know making money out of opioid crisis in the usa so let's dive in so first of all we have to go back to 1970 1775 not 1975 it's too late Na- 1775 when opium made its way to the us now the origins of where opium actually came from is still debated a lot of people say it came from china through you know the british people who bought it from hong kong and all those different places some people say it's afghanistan and from the middle east somewhere and you know it depends now the thing is in in 1860s when you know during the civil wars a lot of soldiers were trying to give their best to the army for the countries during the civil war and but the problem was sleeplessness and pain due to battle injuries and all those different things so a lot of doctors thought about opium and they started using it as you know a, a kind of treatment in order to treat pain sleeplessness and give them energy and you know that any kind of opioid like morphine which is one of the most famous and the mo- one of the most used ones actually stimulates your brain now to actually understand how these things work now we are going to take every drug under the name of opioid which is fentanyl codeine and all those different things okay like whatever thing that comes from opium plant and the different chemicals from the opium plant which is used in different purposes for different purposes it's a kind of a stimulant okay now this drugs or these chemicals actually go and bind to the dopamine receptors it kind of works in the way how psychedelics work but it's kind of a bit different it actually stimulates and helps your brain to be awake it it charges you rather than take you to some trip or illusion or all those different things but here it gives you energy it depends from person to person how this thing actually will work now usually it increases the heart rate increases your metabolism that's the reason why you sweat sometimes uh you know it has a way different function than psychedelics but again as i said it has different effects on different parts of your body from brain to your eyes to your listening skills to your speaking skills the way you walk the way you talk everything changes that's the reason why this drug is so addictive is because of a particular receptor called the dopamine receptor can take in this 
chemicals a lot of different chemicals from these different opioids and you get a bit of a high or you know feel good sensation when you take this opioid and that's the reason why you are addicted to certain drugs now dependency on dopamine is problem for every person on this planet because if you're listening to this podcast you may feel good about it hopefully you feel good about listening to my podcast but if you are like you know watching tv you get dopamine and you know you feel good about it and anything that you do that makes you feel good is related to the dopamine receptors now when you take in these drugs of course it helps the dopamine to be nicely absorbed by your body and that's the reason why you feel good after taking it so in, as as i said in 1860s it was first used during the civil war and more than 400000 soldiers were given this as treatments and mostly a lot of people were actually addicted to this opioids coming from different places now as the war ended a lot of people started taking it as a recreational thing used to smoke it up and you know different things as raw opium and there was no legal things which would stop them from doing these things in the late 1800s there was a sharp rise in opioid addictions and this was due to because the over the counter availability of what time i'm saying at this point availability of this particular drug because there was no rules or regulations for taking this so, you know are you buying opm over the counter because not a lot of research has been done on it so in the early 1900s morphine was used as a pain management in the 1910s it was used as opioid pills and it was inhaled for recreational purposes in 1914 there was a narcotics act which was made that opioids will only be available by prescription now new zealand and usa are the only two places where the drug companies can go out and market their own products like without a lot of paperwork to go through because other countries have strict laws but in new zealand us it's a much more easier thing to actually do so the thing was that you know it was really openly marketed like you know it helps you to get feel good you can get over your depression your anxiety it it helps you to work better it was added in coca cola to be honest which is again make made it more addictive now it's not definitely it's not added anymore and all those different things were done by this big pharmaceutical companies they they did a lot of research on it and they saw that okay this is actually addictive in mice and mice can do anything for it so what they did was they actually manipulated a lot of doctors and said that you know give this it's actually a good painkiller now literally morphine is a good painkiller and a lot of people who sup- suffer from chronic pain maybe arthritis maybe cancer can take it just to relieve their pain the thing was it was addictive and a lot of people were dependent on it it was literally by prescription you're getting morphine but the thing was the people who didn't even have prescriptions were getting it by the person who had prescriptions like if i want your pain to be gone and i'm your friend i'll give you my drugs isn't it it's morphine it's not a big thing back in the 1900s but it became a severe problem when a lot of people were actually dependent on it and used as recreational purposes so in 1920s to 1950 it was an attempt was done to stop this epidemic to actually happen and a lot of people started dying because of this literally by taking medicine and a lot of these people had prescriptions like 
you're getting prescriptions and you're dying literally just because you're overdosing it you are overdoing it maybe you were just doing it even after a certain dosage so it's it's bad for you isn't it and in 1970s in the early 1970s you know when all this happened uh all the drug things the opioid thing went up afghanistan was selling so much of it and in 1970s what happened was there was a like as a stigma around it that taking it would cause a problem now this was the start of awareness that opioids is going to cause a huge problem to america not only america but around the world it was addictive and doctor used it during surgeries and all those processes would take themselves just to keep themselves awake during surgeries like 4 to 5 hours and they even some doctors didn't actually know what the effects were but the thing was in 1990 they specifically made that non addictive uh, treatments were made available to the normal public and it was pretty much good back then because you know the the graph actually went down during that time but you know narcos and all those different things pablo escobar sending cocaine from everywhere things flying off from afghanistan literally now the thing about afghanistan is that it is one of the biggest producer of opium the plant and the resin that it actually produced in order to make morphine on all those different things oxycodone everything the thing is that this money which was coming from the drugs was actually used in taliban itself in order to buy weapons in order to buy bombs in order to train people in order to just live their life so literally they were selling things to america and money was coming in and they were using it against 911 now this this sounds really weird that because you snort cocaine 911 actually happened that's mad isn't it so this is not there are a lot of networks and a lot of things to be connected when we are talking about opioid and everything that actually happened but yeah but in 1986 the world health organization creates guidelines to treat cancer pain recommending opioids use only if other options are available no no other options are available so in certain countries of course there was no other alternative rather than morphine and any kind of opioid because it was way cheaper than others so it was allowed in some countries and this countries again fell into the trap and a lot of drug addicts come from these countries and the developed countries especially in africa somalia and all those different countries and yeah oxycodone makes a comeback in 1998 now morphine was primarily used now oxycodone is again a thing that was used and it was openly promoted now we know how bad oxycodone is at this point but back then 207 million dollars was spent on just marketing by a prude farmer in 1998 imagine 207 million dollars just on marketing of a drug which is actually lethal and addictive and causes a lot of different problems so in 97 to 2002 the mar- the morphine prescription increased by 73% morphine uh, increased in certain states by 96% fentanyl prescriptions increased by 226% and oxycodone prescriptions increased by 402% so literally these companies and these doctors were selling you morphine codeine oxycodone in like 
just selling it out that until 2002 this is a recent thing in 2001 you know this was the same thing around mid to 2000s everything was just on prescription like you can get things of prescription in 2010s from pills to heroin it was called that a section about 27000 peoples people were born i have to say babies were born with a problem which was definitely caused by these drugs so 27000 people babies which were born actually had problems because their parents used these different drugs so not only you're causing problem to yourself or funding taliban it's literally causing the next generation to suffer which is actually really mad when i thought about it in 2015 there was a national record for overdosing deaths now the thing here is that the death because of overdose is not only because you take a huge amount of dose the thing is you slowly build up the tolerance and when the person hit is is actually you know thinks about it that you know i am actually increasing the person thinks about you know what i should stop it and that's the problem when they do it themselves themselves they go into withdrawal literally and when this happens it hits hard now your body is cleaning itself but the problem is that you you don't feel good at all now that's the reason why we have rehabilitation camps we have uh, hospitals and different places which actually help them people you know to just go through this problem and you know get through this withdrawals and all those different problems but the problem is when you are coming out of withdrawal when you're coming out of rehabilitation camps you think you know i used to take 3 grams of this thing so i can take 3 grams right now again just to feel good because i'm going through withdrawal one time wouldn't bad but because you have lost that tolerance the 3 grams which was giving you a slight high is now going to take your life uh, literally because now your body is like okay i'm clean and again you thump in 3 grams of this thing and you're going to die so after withdrawal taking things after withdrawal is the most lethal thing you can do these uh, drugs now but today's case there are about 142 overdose deaths per day in united states which means every 3 weeks we have total losses about as much as in 911 so one for you to people die every day because of these overdoses that's the reason i make this episode like it's just part of the united states now we know that here in other countries that you know this is a serious problem especially in america was 142 people are dying and this is the counted numbers there are definitely more deaths because of opioids and we don't even care about it maybe because of heart attack or respiratory syndromes or brain damage you know or get hit by the car because you're high so the number is definitely high but the thing is why is the government doing this now it's not doing this it's just done it and we can call it kind of you know the money game in there because of pharmaceutical companies ignorance by the government and yeah they played the whole population by selling these drugs to humans before research so it's good that the research takes time and we know everything what's happening and i'm pretty sure that these pharmaceutical companies which sold them in the first place knew what were the side effects and they actually downplayed it in order to make a huge amount of money because if you're selling something which is actually addictive and people is the, the person is going to come back to you and buy it of course 
you're going to market it that you know it's all good it's not bad you can have it it's all good and yeah nothing works so yeah i mean it's it's a bad thing and uh, hope if you are going through a withdrawal or in rehab or anything if you are addicted to it just stop it if you are addicted to psychedelics and all those are different thing you're probably not addicted and stop it but if you're addicted to opioids or any kind of a strong drug yeah you should probably take medical route rather than trying it yourself because as as i said withdrawal is really gruesome place to be in and can cause a lot of different problems so yeah this was a really informative video uh, podcast to be honest so thank you guys thank you for listening uh follow me at at the rate noggin zone podcast and uh, keep learning and keep exploring